Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Healing Life Wisdom. I'm Tiffany Windsor. On this episode, my guest and I will be talking about 10 steps to changing your life. I'll return in just a moment with my guest, Candice Licione. I'm delighted to welcome my guest, Candice Licione, and we'd like to talk about 10 ideas for changing your life. Hey, Candice. We're going to try this again. Hold on just a moment, Candice. I'm going to wait for the computer to catch up. Okay. Okay. Yay. There we are. For some reason, the internet connection tonight was a little challenging, so I'm going to welcome you again. Hi, Candice. Hi, Tiffany. Nice to be here. <laughs> I'm so delighted to uh, share all this information with everyone tonight. Well, Candace, first, I thank you so much for putting this list together. We both have been supporting women's wellness for the past 30-plus years, and when we talked about the topic for this podcast, Candace thought about the top issues that we are repeatedly asked about. These aren't in any particular order, and I'm sure that you'll find that one or more of these have affected you at one point in your life. Um, step one on this uh plan for changing your life is emotional issues. This is the key to healing mind, body, and spirit. So you can identify your core issue and start working on healing. There are many paths to healing. At the core of our health issues is an emotional issue or issues. We all have a core issue in our life. Usually your emotional issue stems from your childhood. The problem is that most people don't know that their their emotional issues, thoughts, and feelings are the beginning of their health problems. Western medicine addresses only the symptoms and ignores the body, mind, and spirit connection. We medicate our symptoms, but we never delve deeper into what's causing them. The best way to start is looking at your emotional issues is to check out either Louise Hay's book, Heal Your Body, or Inga Siegel's book, The Secret Language of Your Body. These books list the emotional issues behind different symptoms and diseases. We create the situations in our life in our lives, and we need to heal them. Your body is a mirror of your inner thoughts and beliefs. You need to look at when your symptoms started, what was going on in your life when the symptoms started, because the symptoms are the outer effect of what's happening inside. Was there a death in the family, family or job issues, relationship issues, illness in the family, or maybe money problems? How do you heal yourself? Well, first you start over and reassess everything in your life. How do you talk to yourself? Is it positive or negative talk? Your body is your state of mind. Every time you open your mouth, you talk about your health. Start hearing what you're saying. Things like, he's such a pain in my neck, or that person makes my head ache. Your body hears every word you say and then acts upon your thoughts and words. Your body doesn't know if you're kidding or if you're serious. It just follows whatever you tell it. One way to find out what your core issue is is to fill out a Bach Flower Essence Questionnaire. I work with the Bach Flower Essences and make custom remedies for people from the answers on their questionnaires. The answers you give on this questionnaire help you to discover your core issue. Once you know your core issue, you can then start working on healing yourself. What you think is your issue is never really your core issue. 
Well, I know that that box flower questionnaire is life-changing, so I want to encourage anyone who's listening to get a hold of Candace and and take that, that questionnaire and let her mix you up um, a custom box flower remedy. And it's uh, it's a great step. So, as she said, step number one. Step number two, eliminate stress. Yeah, like that's easy. Of course, you have to slow down, unwind, and allow space for healing. But what does this mean? I found some great information online at Conscious Lifestyle Magazine. For instance, how stress affects the body. You know when you are feeling stress, but how does it actually affect you? Well, the sudden flood of adrenaline and other hormones cause changes in the body that include increase in the heart rate and blood pressure, dilation of the pupils to take in as much light as possible, constriction of the veins to send more blood to major muscle groups, tensing of the muscles involved in running or fighting, that is the fight or flight instinct, increase in blood glucose to provide more energy, relaxation of the smooth muscles to allow more oxygen to the lungs, shutting down of the non-essential systems like digestion and immune system to allow more energy to the emergency functions. I think that's a really interesting insight to how your body is affected by stress. When we think of stress, we usually think of psychological stress, but stress can also have environmental and biological causes. Psychological or mental and emotional stress can come from both internal and external demands. Let's be honest about some of our stressors. Our lifestyle definitely plays an enormous role. Dietary stress is common with our modern eating habits of eating fast foods, skipping meals, drinking excessive caffeine or alcohol, and eating refined sugars and flour. Environmental stressors, well, We don't know how toxic our air and water may be for us. We have little to no idea how we are affected by electromagnetic pollution, also known as EMFs, from our modern technologies such as TVs, computers, electric wires, cell phones, iPads, and the smart meters on our homes. How many of us make it a priority to spend time in nature to offset these lifestyle or environmental stressors? Instead of grabbing for prescriptions to manage your stress, have you thought about natural strategies and techniques for stress management? Let's talk a little bit about our lifestyle. We have control over what we eat and how much we exercise or dance or listen to music, spend time with loved ones, or spend time in nature. Nutrition, that's a big one. We can change our diet from the standard American processed diet to one that is more natural and nutritious. The healthiest diet is one of whole fresh, unprocessed foods, preferably organic. When we eat, we need to be relaxed. We certainly don't need to be eating fast food on the run. When you're stressed, what remedies do you reach for? Is it prescriptions, which can have many side effects? Why not try some natural remedies, including homeopathy? We have talked about homeopathy in a recent podcast, but there are some of the specific remedies for stress. Ignatia is used for anti- I'm sorry, used for anxiety. Natrem muratium for grief, or maybe chamomilla for anxiety, especially with stomach symptoms and irritability. You can also try herbs. 
for Preventing and Treating Stress. Dr. Bonnie McLean, who wrote the article for Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, has some great information on herbs. Tonic herbs are considered super nutrients. They improve physiological functioning and a sense of well-being and boost your energy. Here are some of the herbs Dr. McLean uses for natural stress relief. These are usually found in capsule, tablet, powder, tea, and tincture form and include ashwagandha, maca, chamomile, passionflower, hops, and valerian. By the way, I have all these herbs available in my shop, and I also do email. Herbs are a wonderful way to go. Tiffany? A great go-to for stress relief, and my first choice is aromatherapy and essential oils. Aromas stimulate our sense of smell. They are perceived through the olfactory nerve located very near the limbic center of the brain, which is the hub for the body's stress alarm system. We can use scents such as essential oils for stress management. Some essential oils that are considered to be aptogens, which help the body-mind stay in balance and thus provide ways to reduce stress, are lavender, which soothes and balances the body, Cedarwood stimulates the limbic region of the brain, especially the pineal gland, which releases melatonin. Roman chamomile calms the central nervous system. Neroli, considered to strengthen and stabilize the emotions and encourage confidence and a sense of peace. Valerian, commonly used in sleep remedies. Now, the aroma of valerian is unpleasant, and it's usually described as smelling like dirty feet. Sandalwood balances and stabilizes the mind and helps to release negative emotions. Orange, one of my favorites, has an antidepressant effect. Jasmine, considered to have a relaxing as well as an antidepressant effect. Frankincense, uh, Juliana has talked about the king of oils. Frankincense is considered a spiritual oil that has an antidepressant and anti-anxiety effect by stimulating parts of the limbic system, including including the hypothalamus, pineal gland, and pituitary gland. Lang Lang, considered a spiritual oil, others also call it ylang ylang, is believed to filter out negative energy and help with focus and confidence. I am a doTERRA wellness advocate, and I am delighted and happy to help you select the right essential oils. We also want to talk about flower essences, which are my, one of my favorites. These remedies are natural and gentle. They're prepared from flowers of wild plants, bushes, and trees. And they are prescribed according to one's mood and state of mind. They are based on the theory that a mind in disharmony is the primary cause of disease and that it will hinder recovery from an illness. Emotions such as fear or worry can deplete an individual's vitality, causing the body to lose its natural resistance to infection and disease. The original flower essences were created by Dr. Edward Bach. If you live outside the U.S., you may pronounce his name as Dr. Batch. Some great choices for stress management are our very, very, very favorite rescue remedy, which yes. we keep with us all the time, the, the number one um, flower essence for stress, trauma, and shock. Star of Bethlehem, which is the, the big shock um, remedy that you would use if you were in an accident or you had a, a terrible shock in your life, like a death in the family. Aspen, which is great for anxiety. Rock rose, mimulus, cherry plum, aspen, and red chestnut are for fear. Sweet chestnut is for mental anguish. Mustard, jensen, gorse, and wild rose are great for depression. To summarize, let's dig deep to find the emotional cause of your stress and support yourself with natural remedies. I can really help if you want to try a 
Flower Essence Consultation, you will get the answers that can be very, very life-changing. Step number three in our plan is drama. Life is full of drama anymore, so we need to let go of the drama and the people who are not healthy for you. There's so much drama in our world, drama in your family life, work life, and then there's a constant drama that comes from all our electronic media, TV, cell phone, reality shows, and social media. You are surrounded by drama all the time, and we've gotten used to it, and many people are addicted to it. I hear people in my shop talk about the reality shows they watch, and they discuss with one another the drama that goes on in these shows. They don't seem to understand that the producers of these shows make sure there's lots of drama by having the situations partially or fully scripted. They don't see that it isn't real. These shows would be really boring if they were about our real lives. We need to release drama in our lives, whether they're real or fake. Drama isn't healthy for us. It raises your anxiety and adrenaline levels. You need to add rest, relaxation. Sometimes just sit quietly. Be okay with not doing stuff every moment. Stop, go out into nature, listen to music, talk to your family and friends. Be spiritual and add joy to life and have fun and laugh. Drama is another aspect of your health issues. You need to contemplate living with less drama, less stuff, and less turmoil. It's time to release all the unnecessary things in our lives, our unhealthy attachments, our negative emotions, our negative people, and toxic entertainment. So in the past, our family got caught up in a lot of drama. And for me, reading, Candace, as you know, reading The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz helped to eliminate drama from my life and my sister's lives. And once I realized that I would not, should not take anything personally, which is one of the four agreements, it was really easy to shift out of engaging in and perpetuating the drama. So keep that in mind that you can stop the drama around you. You have to make that choice. That, Moving that on. Is, oh, go ahead. That book is really, really good. I just, uh, I just read it. So, oh, yes. um, everybody should read it because it has the four assumptions. I mean, the four assumptions. The four agreements is that um, be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Do your best. And the other one was, um, I can't remember now. Um, gosh, it's, but they're all exactly what's happening in our lives right now. You all should pick up that book and, and read it. It's really helpful. I agree. Step four, eat well. How much have we been talking about this for weeks and weeks on end here on Healing Life Wisdom? It's really important to let go of food that is not healthy. If you're not nourishing yourself, you can feel the effects of fatigue, depression, digestion issues, fluctuation in blood sugar levels, brain function, stress on your heart, kidneys and liver, bloating and puffiness, high blood pressure, the list goes on and on. Don't know where to start? Well, I have a really easy recommendation for you. Get Anthony Williams' Liver Rescue book. We've talked about this for weeks also. So many of our health issues relate to the liver, and it's so easy to start making changes to your food to help bring you back into balance. So eat well. Candace. Oh, well, we, you know we love this book, and uh, everyone should, should at least read it. Um, I think most people don't understand how important their liver is and how many jobs. I think it has over 2,000 jobs it does in your body. So if your liver is not working well, your whole body is out of whack. 
and he goes into just great detail on every level of how your your liver works, how your liver works with every other organ in your body. It's just amazing. What's our next step? Oh, our next step. I got carried away with Anthony Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Exercise. No, nobody wants to hear about exercise. But we need to exercise. You need to exercise your beautiful body and your mind. You will feel better on all levels. Most people know they're supposed to be exercising in some way, but they just don't want to. It's just too much work, and maybe tomorrow they might do it. But they don't realize how important exercising is for their health. We are too sedentary in our lifetime, lifestyles now. We need to move our bodies, our muscles, our arms, our legs, our feet, everything. If you move your body, it works better on all levels. It really helps your digestion and elimination systems, your heart, your lungs, and everything else that's glands and things in your body. We all know this, but most people aren't doing it. No one's asking you to go run a marathon or something on that level. Just get off the couch, put your phone down, and start walking, join a yoga or aerobics class, dance, or find a way that gets your body moving. And for your mind, make sure that your exercise always includes reading uplifting books and listening to uplifting music. I watched my mother and my mother-in-law stop moving as they aged. Neither of them had health issues, but they allowed their body, and especially their legs, to do no exercise. They both ended up living a long, long time and had trouble walking and had to use a walker because they didn't exercise. Their lives could have been so much richer and fuller if they could have gotten around better, and it was hard at first to make myself go and work out. But now it's just part of my life, and I feel so much better for it. I see people in my gym every day who are in their 80s and 90s still working out and enjoying life more than ever. Find an exercise that works for you. Yoga is my exercise of choice. I've been doing it for 20 years. It's so good for you on all levels. It lubricates your joints. It's really great for your balance because you strengthen your muscles and you aren't afraid of falling as you age because you have so much more flexibility. There are all kinds of yoga, so you could find a kind of yoga that works with your body. Walking is another great exercise. You can walk anywhere, on your street, at the mall, or just around your yard. Walking is so good for your body as well as your mind. Also, if you have some body issues, water aerobics is great. If you have um, body issues that don't let you jump around, then water aerobics is a good um, alternative because you can um, exercise your bad knees or hips or foot in, in a way that doesn't hurt them. So okay, we're ready for step six. <laughs> well, I want to talk about you being such a, a huge inspiration no. with regard to exercise. I had the great blessing to live with Candace for several years, and so she invited me to go to the gym with her, so we were <laughs> exercise buddies. And the way that you have stuck with exercise, that it's such a natural part of, I don't know, how many times you go, two, three times a week? Four times a week. <laughs> four, four times a week. Four times and a week. I do one bar Pilates class and three yogas. Wow. So it's Every really week. important to have a buddy because I found as I'm back on the West Coast, I definitely, and since I don't live on the ranch anymore, I used to take care of all the animals and ride horses. And it's been about a year since off the ranch that I was living on. I have not picked up some other form of exercise. And so this is the kick in my behind to uh to, to really listen to step five and, and exercise. Right. And, and, again, yoga is not just exercise. It's, it's for your mind, body, and spirit, too. So it's a wonderful practice to get into if you're interested in, in um, 
the principles and things of yoga, besides the wonderful exercise, it's just so wonderful spiritually. And let me just say that, Candace, when you started, I don't think that you felt that you were good at yoga. Because you didn't really yoga. have balance, right? <laughs> I didn't have balance. Um, I couldn't even sit with my knees, my legs crossed when I first started. Right. And I had a terrible time with ankles um, where I would step off like a high curb and I would sprain my ankle all the time. I didn't realize I had weak ankles until I got into yoga and then I don't do that anymore. And even if I fall now, I can see myself falling in um, slow motion. I never hurt myself because mm-hmm. every, everything's so flexible and, and um, I don't know, well lubricated, the joints and whatever. <laughs> and again, right. you have core balance, so you're... You you fall well. That's amazing because I've I've fallen a couple times thinking I really hurt myself, and I got up and it's like there's nothing wrong. I mean, if I hadn't been in good shape, I would have hurt myself. Right. Well, don't fall anymore. No. Well, occasionally you just trip. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It happens. Okay, so moving on to step six. Be natural in your healing. Now, we talked about this in step two for stress. For other disease as I call, some people just say, oh, I have a disease. We call it dis-ease or ill at ease. Try natural remedies first before going to invasive measures. People have successfully been treating minor ailments like cuts, sniffles, dry skin, headaches, stuffiness, bloating, heartburn since the beginning of time, right? Grid.com has a great list of natural remedies and when you start to look into your specific needs, you're going to find a really long list. But here's just a few. Use eucalyptus to clear a stuffy nose. A few drops of eucalyptus oil in a humidifier or diffuser will help clear a stuffy nose. The minty essential oil helps loosen up mucus and reduce swelling. Honey for a sore throat. A spoonful of raw honey will instantly help ease a sore throat. As an added bonus, it will also help to quell coughing fits. Mix a tablespoon of honey with a squeeze of lemon in a warm cup of water for a soothing drink. You can also use honey for minor scratches. Honey is a natural antibiotic. Applying it to minor wounds can help prevent infection and help a wound heal faster. Basil for bug bites. Did you know that a bit of crushed crushed basil on a mosquito bite will help relieve the itchiness Plus, it smells much better than anything from a bottle. Apple cider vinegar for bloating, diabetes, and heartburn. ACV, apple cider vinegar, has a host of benefits from relieving bloating to preventing diabetes to helping those with heartburn. You can calm nausea with ginger. An upset stomach can be helped with ginger. Ginger can also help with seasickness. You can buy an all-natural tea, organic ginger, or keep a piece of fresh ginger in your fridge or your freezer to make it last longer, and then just shave off a few pieces to add to hot water. Let it steep for 5 to 15 minutes before drinking. You can lessen heartburn with baking soda. Just a touch of baking soda in a glass of water will clear late-night heartburn up in no time. Just be sure not to use too much, or you'll end up burping yourself instead. Keep bugs away with peppermint. You don't have to pile on a chemical bug spray to keep annoying pests away. Place a few drops of peppermint essential oil onto, uh, into witch hazel or water and spray when needed. Just make sure to avoid your eyes. 
You can use peppermint for headaches. I'm always recommending this. You can use it either as tea or as an essential oil. Peppermint is a great way to relieve a tension headache. The cooling effect can be very effective at giving you a bit of stress relief also. And I'm going to add to that list. Uh, chamomile is for sleeplessness. Chamomile is great for promoting relaxation and preparing you for sleep. A cup of chamomile tea is a great way to get ready for bed. Baking soda for bee stings. Make a paste with baking soda and water and rub it on the sting. The pain will stop instantly. Lavender is also good for restless leg syndrome. Do your legs and feet start to bug you at night? Rub a few drops of lavender essential oil on the areas of your leg that hurt, perhaps your ankle. Lavender is also known to help relieve anxiety, so it's a great way to get your mind ready for calm, restful sleep. Marshmallow root is wonderful for irritation and sore throats. It's been used for more than 2,000 years to calm irritation and help with your sore throat. It helps moisten and reduce swelling in your mucous membranes throughout the body and reduces irritation as a result. Green tea for the jitters. Green tea is known to help relieve anxiety and lower blood sugar, especially when you drink it regularly. However, it does have caffeine in it, so try to drink it before noon. And you can reduce a fever with linden flower tea. A cup of tea can help a low-grade fever and give everyone the rest they need. Remember, a fever is your body doing its work to fight off some kind of infection. Because I'm not in the medical field, I'm required to remind you that you need to go to your doctor if your fever gets too high. Tea tree oil for minor infections. We love tea tree oil. It's for anything with skin. So try combining one drop of tea tree oil, also known as melaleuca, into five drops of coconut oil. Rub together and apply to the infected spot twice a day. Here's something I've learned new from Grit.com. I didn't know about this. Time for snoring. While time has many antibacterial health effects, a drop mixed with a few drops of coconut oil can be a quick remedy for someone who snores. Lightly rub some of the mixed oil to the bottom of the big toe before they go to bed. Or you can diffuse time in your bedroom a half hour before you go to sleep. Turmeric, willow bark, or cat's claw are great for arthritis, but they're also great for calming inflammation. Instead of taking aspirin, use one of these natural remedies to help your arthritis. From this list, my wellness cupboard includes honey, apple cider vinegar, ginger, peppermint, lavender, tea tree oil, turmeric, and I also add oil of oregano and an endless list of other medicinal herbs from my shop. Let's talk about step seven in our plan, which is your spiritual life. Know that you're here for a purpose and discover your purpose and pursue it. We're all here for a reason. We have a purpose. Many people don't even think they have a purpose. You need to be doing something for your spirit in your life. It can be joining a church, joining a group of people who like what you like to do, a group that helps others, children or animals. You need to feed your spirit. So moving on to step eight, let's uh, let go of electronic dependence. (laughs) This is so challenging. Not for you, though, Candace. Not for me, no. I I, I don't have that problem. (laughs) So spend less time with the computer phone and computer games. As I mentioned a few weeks ago, I made the commitment to myself to leave my phone outside my bedroom every night. Cell phones expose us to a form of electromagnetic radiation called radio frequency or RF energy. Scientists have suspected that this radiation might increase the risk of brain cell damage leading to tumors. And in 1995, they found this to be the case in uh, rats. 
Most studies since then have failed to show a similar correlation in humans, and last December, the Danish Cancer Society released results from a 29-year study that found no solid association between increasing cell phone use and brain tumors. Personally, I just don't believe it. As about 35 years ago, I was subjected to RF poisoning when it was finally discovered that my office was right above the electrical room for the six-story office building that I was managing. I know what it feels like to be sensitive to RF energy. Granted, I assume that our cell phones emit just a fraction of what I experienced, but how long each day that multiplies into each year, that multiplies into each decade, are you spending on your electronics? I get it. My work requires me to be at the computer, use my Wi-Fi, use my cell phone, but I try to be aware of the choices to make to minimize my exposure. Uh, first off, use a headset or a speakerphone. There is no reliable data that exists on the upper limit of safe talk time, but corded headsets can reduce the potential risk. These emit much less RF energy and allow you to move the phone away from your body. One study suggests or shows that using a headset lowers radiation exposure eightfold. Keep your phone out of your pocket. Now, we've all heard about this. Uh, there is a study published in the Journal of Craniofacial Surgery that linked cell phone radiation to decreased bone density in the pelvis. In a 2008 study conducted by the Cleveland Clinic found that it lowers fertility in men. Limit children's use. Children have a thinner skull and their brains are still developing, uh, which may make them more vulnerable to any potential harmful effects of RF radiation. Of course, we all know we need to stop talking while driving. In addition to creating a potentially deadly distraction, using your phone in the car forces your cell signal to jump between wireless towers. Since RF is highest when a connection with the tower is first established, talking while traveling can increase exposure. I did not know that. It's also suggested that you don't chat with a poor signal. The harder your phone has to work to get reception, the more radiation it emits. I definitely did not know that. This is also the reason apparently you should avoid using so-called radiation shields, which are the shiny stickers that claim to block radiation. Allegedly, they actually force the phone to transmit at a higher power. Don't wear wireless headsets as if they were jewelry. Earpieces don't emiss emit as much radiation as a phone, but they release some even after your call ends. Remove the device from your ear between conversations. Now, don't get me started on 5G because we will need to have an entire podcast dedicated to the concerns about 5G. So, Candace, you're a perfect example because <laughs> you've been able to really disconnect. You've never, you don't carry a cell phone. I have a flip phone that's never turned on. Um, I hate the computer. I don't like machines. I, I don't know what you people do on your phones. It just makes me crazy. The computer, it hurts my eyes. I, I like scrolling up and down. So I stay away from it. I, I, I don't know. I'm one of those dinosaurs, but it, it just doesn't feel right to me. So I don't have any of those problems. I mean, I have the problems of of cell phone towers and 5G and smart meters and things, but um, as far as wearing things, hearing, and you know, headsets and have, carrying a phone in my pocket, not happening. 
Right. So before you get into step nine, I just want to let our callers know that uh, our call-in number is 929-477-3082. And once we get past step ten, we are going to be taking calls. I have seen some callers in the switchboard while uh, we have been talking on this podcast, so don't give up. We will be uh, getting back to you. But, uh, Candice, go ahead with step nine. Okay. Step nine is gathering with people of like mind and expressing your creativity I don't think people realize how therapeutic creativity is. And you need to join things in person. Too many people have social media as their main way of interacting with others. You need to gather in person with people who enjoy what you like and people you enjoy. When you join in person, you get a much deeper connection. As you can read their body language, hear the emotion in their words, connect with them face to face. Creativity is really important for all of us. We all have a need to be creative in some way in our lives. We have creativity and wellness classes at my shop, and so many people come in and spend hours with us. We get to know the people in depth, and they share their issues and concerns. You would be amazed at the informal group therapy that goes on as people open up and discuss all kinds of issues. We all help each other and discuss whatever the group wants to talk about. We spend a lot of time educating each other on wellness, as people are always discussing their health issues as they craft. And hopefully we can help them in thinking about making better choices in uh, their food. <laughs> we get a lot of food talks during our create, creating. So a lot of people who walk into your store who think they're coming in to just do mosaic <laughs> uh, <really no. laughs> learn about some yeah. of the other things in life and wellness. Well, and I'm, I'm an empath, so people come in and just unload. Yes. I have people who walk in my store and just start crying. Oh. And because they know it's a safe sanctuary place where they can discuss anything, and we have the most amazing time and the most amazing people that walk in and the most amazing um, sharing. And I don't know, I thought that's what social media doesn't do. You don't have this immediate thing with people. I love right. it. So. Right. Well, let's um, get to step 10. And I know we're calling these steps, but they're not. You don't have to take these step by step. These are just ideas. So here's idea number 10. Allow yourself to have fun, laugh, and live with joy. Joy is the answer for living a healthy, happy life. Judy Bijou at mindbodygreen.com describes joy as an emotion, and emotions are wordless. They're pure physical sensations in our bodies. We express the emotion of joy in many physical ways. For example, we jump for joy. We double over in uncontrollable laughter when someone relates a hilarious story. We squeal with delight after getting a surprise gift and whoop and holler exuberantly when we hear fantastic news. We feel buoyant and jubilant on a beautiful day. When we feel joy, we feel great about ourselves. We feel confident powerful, capable, lovable, and fulfilled. These are all good reasons to experience more joy in our life. I posted the link to the full article at um, Mind Body Green on our blog at Healing Life Wisdom, but here's a short list that I just wanted to share. Undertake a challenging activity with a commitment to mastering it. Think of a project you've wanted to accomplish, whether it's creating a small flower garden in your yard, learning how to give your car a tune-up, or mastering the tango. The process of setting a goal, learning the necessary steps to achieve it, and giving it your best until you've mastered it will generate high self-esteem and pride. Those are feelings associated with joy. 
actively seek joy through inspiration. Engage in an activity that's pleasurable and feels like play. Deal with the sadness that blocks joy. When we feel sad, it isn't possible to also feel bubbly and exhilarated. In a place that feels safe and private, constructively express your sadness by allowing yourself to cry. While crying, acknowledge your hurts and losses. Don't indulge any negative thoughts about yourself. Just keep telling yourself, I'm fine. It's okay to cry. I just feel sad. You'll immediately feel washed clean and maybe even joyful. Honor yourself consciously and frequently. Give yourself a break from the day-to-day world. Nurture yourself. Set up a time just for you. When you can disconnect from the daily responsibilities and get away from the noise, stimulation, and demands of your world, joy comes easily when we focus on our own needs in a caring and loving way. Get a massage. Close the door, put up your feet, and watch the world outside your window. Take a nap. These kinds of activities replenish replenish us and give our body and soul a chance to feel pure joy. Remind yourself, my job is to take care of myself. Say the word often and contemplate its meaning. Notice how your body feels when you say the word joy. Think about what joy means to you. Be as specific as possible, imagining the feel of joy, the image it conjures up, perhaps even the people and situations who trigger joy. Sign off your emails with the word joy. I actually changed my emails this week after we put together the script for this podcast, and I wish everyone joy at the end of my emails. Paint the word on a smooth rock and keep it on your desk. More joy will rise up if you simply invite it to do so. Also at the mindbodygreen.com website, in the article link that I'm going to share at our blog, there's a quick self-quiz that I found really interesting, and you will find that link in the blog post. So, Candice, as I just mentioned, I wanted to take a moment here and let our listeners know that we're available to answer their questions and welcome their comments if they would like to call in right now. And don't be afraid to call in. We'd love to chat with you. Our call-in number is 929-477-3082. So, Candice, here we are in our roundtable. Out of all of these, which do you think is the most predominant issue? For me, I always think it's um, emotional issues. I think if if you don't solve your emotional issues, the other things don't line up well. So that is my biggie, and that's what I do as my work here on on Earth, is helping people um, heal their emotional issues. So So number 11 that um, I talked about briefly, that's not on the list that we talked about tonight, but it is about pampering and taking a nap. You've always inspired me about taking naps, but you, you told me recently you don't take them as often. I used to be the queen of naps, but my work <laughs> schedule anymore doesn't feature naps. Uh-huh. It's, it's hard to, to uh, sleep on the table at work. <laughs> but I do pamper myself with naps at times, and I, the most pampering I think I have now are, are baths. I love baths. That's just the most soothing pampering thing I can do for myself. Um, a good bubble bath just cures all the woes. <laughs> so I we do have a caller that's on okay. the switchboard, and this caller's number starts with 906, so I am going to welcome our caller from uh, the number that starts 906. Who's calling? Hi, this is Michelle. Hey, Michelle. It's so nice to hear from you. Hi, Tiffany. 
It's been a long time. Now, um, Candace and Michelle know each other. Yes. <laughs> yes. For, For many years. years. <laughs> so, Michelle, what's on your mind tonight? I'm just listening to the list. It really, or the ideas, it really is a positive thing. It feels like you do one and then you can do another, and it just keeps, you know, going. And I've always noticed how no matter where you are, if you apply these ideals, you'll get farther. And then you go back and you do it again. So they're always reoccurring for me, especially. Well, you know, it's really great advice uh, how you talk about, like, just take one. Just take one. And, you know, we hope and we know from our experience that if you just take one of these, it's going to lead you to all the rest. Yeah, I I think that was in the four agreements. Be the best. So that is my new life saying is, I'm the best right now. Then it kind of makes you feel good, and it kind of it helps you get through the day. So what would you think out of uh, all ten of these? So we have emotional, eliminating stress, let go of drama, eat well, exercise, be natural in your healing, you're here for a purpose, electronic dependence, uh, gathering with people of like mind and joy where do you what is the first thing that you want to work on um i love working on the box flower remedies with candace um okay. the questionnaire is really eye-opening for me or for the person doing it because you can see your issue in front of you you can see it you know written out and as you answer the questions mm-hmm. and it's like wow and then when you sit down and talk with candy you realize like okay, this is exactly what I need to fix. Here's my steps to fix it. And the box flower remedies were perfect. I mean, there's been times where I've come into her shop and just bawled my eyes out, and I said, yeah, I would do the box flower remedy and be like, oh, that's what I'm crying about? <laughs> it just was so life-changing. That's a great description, don't you think, Candace? That is wonderful. Um, the box flower remedies are, are just absolutely amazing. But the questionnaire is just so in-depth and uh, I think, I don't know, because you don't look at your life from the emotional standpoint, and so that that questionnaire really helps, and it it, it can totally change your life if you commit to it. Michelle has committed to it. It's taken her a while. Yeah, many, many uh, years. (laughs) Many years, but Michelle is still young. She's only like 26, so she um, doesn't realize that we're older and we've spent years and years getting to where we are right now, where she's trying to do this hurry up thing, and yeah. so it's just—it's just—it takes time, and you have to work through your issues. And so, uh, Michelle is doing amazing. Um, she she's having she was having trouble being an adult, and she is so doing the work right now. It's, I'm so proud of her. Thank you, Candy. Uh, yeah, welcome. we've worked together for over ten years now, being my best friend, my spiritual leader. It, just as you've been amazing to my life. You've completely changed my life. I will wow. admit that. Yes. I mean, I, she was 13 when I met her, and she was not on a good path at all. <laughs> no, I was not. And now I feel like that person isn't me anymore. That I'm It isn't you anymore. Better person that, not better, but more healed, more complete. Well, more the real you, because you are coming out of conditioning from your childhood, which we yes, all child- are. Issues. <laughs> you had large childhood issues, and so that's what you're working through, and all of us work through our childhood issues. So you had some very difficult childhood issues, and you thought that's who you were. Yes. And it's not who you were. It's how you learned to be. 
So it's it's just a re-educating yourself of who you really are and digging deep to find out who you really are. Yes, and just one step at a time. One <laughs> step at a time, yeah. You, you can't do it all at one time. You change. have to. Yeah, you have to do it in steps, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, wow. I am so encouraged. You know, it's been quite a few years since I've talked to you or seen you, Michelle. Yeah. And to just listen to to the maturity and healing that Thank I'm you. so excited for you. It's you, you have a, a whole big, wonderful life ahead of you and the fact that you're working on these issues now, now we didn't work on a lot of our issues till later. So you're you're steps ahead of us. And it it doesn't end. You know, this journey doesn't end. It's not like we're starting here and we're taking this straight path and it's like yeah. that, oh my gosh, there's a sign that says you've arrived. It it doesn't. Life keeps circling back around to us until we get that next um issue, um, that we address it and then, then it circles back around. So so proud of you, uh that Thank you, you. Uh, have stuck with it because a lot of people will say, I give up. I am not doing this. Yeah, I'm sure I, she had many days like that. Yeah, I've had time crying on the bedroom floor calling Candy at 11 o'clock because it's too hard. But yeah. I, I know now that I'm worth it. I'm worth the heart. I'm worth that. I'm worth that effort because that effort towards me and growing myself. And that. I've always said you are your own. You only have to worry about you in life because at the end of the day, it's just you in your head, in your body. So you should always try to help heal it and keep going, you know, keep learning lessons after lessons. Here, here. Uh, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in tonight. Thank you. And thank we you. look forward to hearing from you again. All right, guys. Thank okay, you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. So, um, wow, that's Candace. That must make you feel so inspired. It does because when I first met her, like I said, she she came from a difficult background and and she was really headed down the wrong road. And um, but I looked at her and I've been mentoring her for many years. She was worth saving, mm-hmm. and so you just can't you know let that go. That we've got to help the people that are you know are worth saving everybody's worth saving but she was just so lost and so i'm so proud that she's doing so well and um she's she's last probably 6 months she's really grown and she's really doing a lot of the work so very proud of her yeah that's that's awesome so one of the things i wanted to start adding to our roundtable each week and we have about 10 more minutes left on tonight's show is how was our week and what happened to us, like Michelle just talked about what she's going through. And so I, I did a brief recap on what I went through this week. I definitely it was re- reconnecting with old friends, which was great. I did experience stress, so rescue remedy um, to the rescue. I did drink my celery juice, not every day, but I and I made liver rescue smoothies and um, find that they just really helped to keep my um, – Especially, I, I've always had digestive and tummy issues, so I'm, I I love what I've learned through the Liver Rescue book. I helped my grandniece with the next steps in building her business, and it was fun because we uh, she's also gotten into do- doTERRA essential oils, and she discovered a new product that she absolutely loves, and that always makes me feel good when she's working on her health, and she's totally turned her health around, and I'm... Uh, it's so exciting to see her on on that path. 
Candice, what, uh, how was your week? It was an interesting week. I'm trying to go back, and I can't kind of pull a little things out. I did, I did have some rescue remedy days where <laughs> things were overwhelming or, um, or some anxiety, and um, my husband was gone this week, so I consider that my spa week, and I do a lot of pampering. I do whatever I want to do, and so um, I love my spa week. I love when he comes home, but I love my spa week. I'm not going <laughs> to the spa, but it's like permission, even though I have permission all the time, but I can do whatever I want. If I want to put my PJs on at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, if I want to eat dinner at 3 o'clock or whatever, I can do whatever I want, not you know having to deal with someone else's wanting to have dinner at 6 o'clock. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, it's fun time, and I can turn the light on in the middle of the night and could dance on the bed if I wanted to, but it was um, a, a quieter week at work. But it was um, it was um, it was a good spa pampering week. Good. So I see we have one more caller, and okay. I'm pretty sure this is Karen. So let me bring um, Karen. Are you there? Yes. Yes, this is Karen. Hi. And hi, I'm I'm so. Um, Insolved with this particular blog podcast that you've done today, and I my suggestion is that everyone either print it out this session and read it every day, or look at it every day because there is just so much involved in today's talk. Um, personally, I was I like the word the toxic entertainment. Get that <laughs> drama out of your life. Um, I, because occasionally I you do watch toxic entertainment. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Um, my my one of my joys is reflexology. Um, I think if everybody did some of that, you would get joy in your life. Um, yes. And my mind, body, and spirit and purpose has been lifted every day that I go to. Um, the design center. Um, Karen, so, this week too, you had you had, or last week you you had a car accident. Oh and yes, I did. Yes, you did, and I, I you handled it so well. I, I'm sure you took some rescue remedy in there. <laughs> but I, you, I did that. Yeah, you handled <laughs> everything, the insurance problems and whatever, and so you had a a very um, anxiety week. But, I, um, I did, but and it was a life learning experience and. You know, I wasn't hurt. It's just my car is broke. Her heart is broken. <laughs> but, um, you know, you take the good with the bad. But I have learned a great deal um, on listening to your radio show tonight. And um, I'm going to gather up all the basil and peppermint I can find for the summer. <laughs> because... Uh, others, I uh, seem to attract the bugs of the eastern shore. So, <laughs> I think job, I win. Ladies. I win good the prize job. for that. Whenever I go back to visit Candace, I win the prize for most bug bites. Yeah, especially mosquito <laughs> bites. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got it. We got to work on the poison ivy too. But uh, no, this we this have remedies for we, that. Yeah. Well, we know we packed a lot into tonight's podcast, and, uh, you know, we easily could have put it into two shows, but we're so anxious to always get the information out, so we really appreciate your feedback on that. And I, after the show tonight, I am posting 
the uh, blog post so you'll have links and you'll have the references back for all of this so that and I hope everyone does as as Karen is saying it's like go back and and reference each of these steps or ideas and just pick one pick one tomorrow and start start on your path to wellness well I'm I'm working on it with uh, some help from Candace <laughs> Okay. Awesome. You are so delighted we're here week. to support you. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 Uh, Candace, anything else to um, wrap up? This has been no, jam-packed. Yeah, I just hope we've given people lots of things to think about and uh, help them live a happier and healthier life. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're here to do. And Candace, thank you so much for all of your wisdom always, and thanks for joining me for tonight's podcast. And uh, always so much fun to uh, share this evening with you and all this information. So we'll be around next week, same time, same okay. channel. Okay. See you next Sunday. Take care. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. For more information, I invite you to go to HealingLifeWisdom.com. Click on the blog archives and you can find the post that Candace and I wrote on today's topics and check out the links to the Healing Life Wisdom On Demand podcast, just like this one. Also, something new I want to be sure and remind everyone, follow us on Twitter at Healing Life 444. That's Healing Life and the numbers 444. And um, you can also join us at Facebook at Healing Life Wisdom. I share a lot of information during the week that we don't ever talk about on, on this show. So Twitter and Facebook. And keep this discussion going by sharing our links with your friends and family. It is so important that we all share on our path to wellness. I'm Tiffany Windsor, and this is Healing Life Wisdom. Have a fabulous and positively life-changing and joy-filled week. Thanks for listening.